Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 953, Finding the Courage to Live Mindfully, part one, by Kaylee Hawk with kateflanders.com, and I'm Justin Mollick. Happy Saturday, welcome back, or welcome for the first time. This is where I read to you every single day to help you live a more meaningful life covering personal development, productivity, and minimalism mostly from some of the best bloggers and authors you can find with their permission, of course. Today's article is from a guest author on Kate Flanders' site. So let's get right to the post and start optimizing your life. Finding the Courage to Live Mindfully, Part 1 by Kaylee Hawk with kateflanders.com. I struggled to sit down and write this post because I wanted to share something with you that I'm still struggling to frame, to frame into a narrative that is powerful and relatable, to frame into a parable that you can use to learn a deep lesson, to frame into an exercise that provides a cathartic release for me. When Kate reached out to me and asked if I could write a guest post for her wonderful blog, I felt honored by the request, then excited to write about my own experiences with minimalism and mindfulness, but I quickly realized there was really only one story I could share with you today, and I felt scared because I was unsure of how. After days of going to great lengths to procrastinate on this post, I finally got started tonight. I was alone in my apartment, and the neighborhood street outside was quiet. With the windows open, I could feel a breeze that kept hinting fall is right around the corner. It was a lovely environment in which, as Hemingway put it, to sit down and bleed. And I knew I was gonna have to bleed profusely in order to write this particular post. I was working on a pretty nice little intro that slowly built up to the point I wanted to make with you here when my phone pinged. Looking down, I saw a new text message from my new ex-husband. My concentration broke. My train of thought skittered off the rails. I put my head in my hands and stared through my fingers at the keyboard, wondering how I could possibly explain the enormity and complexity of the situation that led to my divorce. Waking up and not knowing where you are. Have you ever started driving down a road you knew in acute detail and for whatever reason, you zoned out at the wheel only to snap out of it, look around and realize you have no memory of how you got that much further down the road? I had that experience earlier this year, only the road was my life and the car was a relationship that I no longer recognized. The feeling of waking up, looking around and thinking, how am I already so far from where I wanted to end up is a devastating one especially when you feel trapped by what you perceive as an irreversible mistake. To make what could be a novel into a short blog post, allow me to summarize what happened to me as succinctly as possible. I snapped. I came out of a foggy, dreamlike state where everything just kind of was. I realized, this is my life and I'm not living it how I want, and then started furiously clawing my way out of the box I built for myself. 
I built that box by disengaging from who I was and what I wanted to do with my life. I gathered the raw materials I'd need to construct it when I made decisions based off other people's expectations. I hammered in the nails when, instead of doing the hard thing of creating my own path, I tried walking down other people's in hopes that copying everyone else who seemed okay would make me okay too. The struggle with guilt and other useless emotions that hold us back. When I first realized that I wanted out of my marriage, I thought I would drown in the waves of shame, guilt, sadness, anger, and panic that slammed into me. I could not get divorced. It wasn't an option. How could I cause so much suffering and pain in this person that I cared deeply for, that I loved in a way that was still special and important, but who I could not spend the rest of my life with? Wasn't sacrificing my own happiness so as not to disrupt the life of someone else only fair as punishment for making this momentous mistake in the first place? What would my family think? How badly would I disappoint them? How much would I hurt them? What would my friends say or people that I knew? How could I even tell them? What would his family think? What awful, horrible things would they say about what a monstrous person I was? Combined with these worries, an endless stream of thoughts about what a failure, what a selfish, cruel, evil human being, what a bad person I was, swirled through my head. I was paralyzed by fear, self-loathing, and guilt. Until a close friend of mine told me that if I was unhappy, then something needed to change. And if failing to make mindful, intentional decisions led me to this point, it was time to stop making that mistake. It was time to be honest about how I felt, what I needed, and where my life would go. I needed to quit letting external factors dictate my actions. I needed to make the decision that was right for me because no one else is living my life and is the only one I'm going to get. Our experiences of this existence are valuable beyond words and we shouldn't limit our steps to the path that works for other people but not ourselves. Guilt and shame will choke you to death if you let them. Don't let them drown out that little inner voice that you know speaks the truth, that you know is in line with who you are and what you need to do. To be continued. You just listened to part one of the post titled Finding the Courage to Live Mindfully by Kaylee Hawk with kateflanders.com. That'll do it for this episode. I hope you're having a great weekend. Thank you for being here and I'll see you in tomorrow's show where we'll finish this post and where your optimal life awaits.